0: This is Kev, Tim, and Mike, where we talk about the league, the NFL, maybe some other football, and other things that matter to us.
1: Is this thing on?
0: Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello, friends. How's it? What'd you say? I said, how's it? Oh. Oh. Like they say it, in Hawaii. Good. Good. <laughs> good. Bef- before we get started, I want to comment on one thing. I, today, I saw a commercial for the election coverage next Tuesday. And it was worded like like, and s- sounded like a commercial for a reality TV show. Like, election coverage 20- 2018. What will happen who will win? Is it a blue wave? Tune in to find out. It was interesting and significantly, uh, you know, it makes me feel significantly less good about the future of our country.
2: Well, that's-
0: just the commercial. That's a great. Not the actual election. Yeah, thought so. Yeah. yeah. All right, well let's let's uh let's go over rankings. Uh, Mike, you texted me and said that that was the best one I've written yet. Is that because of the golfers, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Okay,
2: so I can tell you that I thought it was really great because of the golfers.
0: I mean, did you do you even know?
2: So I actually, if you remember correctly, 2016 was one of those times in my life where I actually kept up with like ESPN, unlike now, when mm. <laughs> like SportsCenter was actually something I watched and tried to avoid stuff like First Take. But
0: um, oh, okay, I okay. the corner yeah, we would
2: talk about stuff like that. You know, those random shows where I got snippets. But anyway, I definitely recognized like half of those golfers, and I just the best thing mm-hmm. about it was it was just so you like. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is why Kev is hilarious, because he could literally take rankings and make them into 2016 golfers, and actually make it somewhat applicable. And I also like you pick Bubba Watson I, for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I thought it worked out. I mean, like, for, for yours, I mean, let's be honest, like, if you know anything about golf, and then you watch Bubba play, you just, it's just not, it's just wrong. Yep. But it somehow just looks good. It's like Philip Rivers, honestly. Yeah. Like, the way he throws the ball, you're like, I don't understand how you, like, how that even happens. I'm hoping he
2: throws it poorly.
0: Yeah, you know, just Seahawks and all. For... Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah,
0: but overall yeah, and... the rankings were good. good. I'm, well. I'm glad. Glad you enjoyed them. Uh, are you happy that you finally passed up Matthew? Uh,
2: I mean, happy is
0: one way to put it like
2: I just I'm happy I scored well we'll say that like I don't know we'll we'll Mm -hmm. have to see how things go like Matthew it's just rough for him right now because he now he has all the Giants on the bye
0: week and yeah Mm -hmm. so he's probably gonna lose again well he's playing Jack
2: so maybe not I think he was playing Jack last I checked I can double
0: check again um do you have the schedule up yeah, I can. I'm actually on the Icky Shuffle page right
2: now. Oh yeah, you were looking play. over that. No, so we're gonna but, we're heading into week nine, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's son of a juggernaut and up in
0: smoke, and Matthew is projected to yeah. win
2: by two point six.
0: That's yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much a push. That's just a pick 'em right there. Like I have no idea who will who win but with all the giants being out. Like man. I I think it's very possible Matthew loses again, yeah. and then he would be t- he'd be tied with both Kevin and Jack in record probably. It's true. Like that's that's crazy. It really is. It really is like Justin Johnson. Like I don't know if any of the other league members like care or know anything about golf, but like he's I I can't even describe it. Like he is top five in every single metric. And just doesn't win. Mm-hmm. never has a... I mean, like, he has won tournaments. But, like, he should be so much better. And as far as, like, a talent goes, it's like, wow. Like, he is, like, probably top 15, top 10 talents of all time. And... uh just doesn't translate to wins. Like I'm trying to think of like a baseball player like I guess like Felix Hernandez, like con- like good for 10 years in a row and his best season was still pretty bad.
2: Mhm. I mean, it's yeah. but okay, so I'm looking and you were saying like top 10 in every metric. Like so is that that's your uh personal um I don't know, that's just your
0: personal preference on all that? Yeah, I mean like he's like there's a lot of metrics in golf so i'm sure he's not top 10 in all of them but like he's a guy who is both eye test and scientifically really good and just somehow doesn't win as much as he should relative to the people like to the people he's playing against and so i think the same thing about matthew it's just like dang he's just not winning and that's what i that's what i tried to communicate in the rankings that like i guess regression towards the mean isn't nature even though like you kind of have to bet on it happening it doesn't mean it will and matthew might win four games this year you never know yeah what do you think mike he doesn't Hmm. yeah um i'm sure he'll figure it out
2: yeah
0: i I think my i think my favorite comparison was y.e yang
2: no Uh, y.e yang was that daniel
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to title this episode uh, Nobody Hates Y.E. Yang because it's true. And yeah, just like solid across the board, and we'll win some and we'll lose some, and we'll still be a professional. Hmm. Yeah. And then Alex being Rory McElroy, it's just, I don't know, I'm just kind of epitomizing the disappointment. Like, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was the 2014 Masters. Um, yeah, the 2014 Masters, Roy McIlroy was leading by, like, four strokes going into Sunday and shot, like, 17 over par, just, like, completely fell apart. And then, like, went in Rage won the U.S. Open by, like, 20 strokes. And he's like, okay, so, like, this, this guy's legit.
2: Yeah, and I can definitely see that. Oh.
0: Can Can you you guys guys hear me? me? That's a... (laughs) You're (laughs) echoing.
2: Oh, okay, here. So Mike just lost the recording. Do you want to... Hello? Oh, hello. Oh, he's back.
0: Oh,
1: weird. I just opened a recording section. So Mm -hmm. it was recording the recording. And then... Whoa. And so then I closed the new hello. one, and somehow the old one works now. So hello, everyone. Sorry for the technical difficulties.
0: Yeah. That, was, that was interesting, to say the least. Yeah. So, Mike, right now we're on Alexander, Alexander being Rory McIlroy. Do you agree? Um, <coughs> everything I know about golf came
1: from your power rankings, so yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do uh, didn't, agree. Didn't you... Didn't you work in a at a pro I, shop I, in twenty sixteen You're right. I
1: did. I did work at a pro shop for about a year, and basically, my my moral of that story was Dustin Johnson's the best. Like, how was it? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that was when he actually won. Yeah. And 2016, <laughs> I think twenty sixteen is when he actually won. So yes. it was, yeah. In my mind, because he won, he was the best. Which is funny because last week I said that I would like to have Matthew's team.
0: That's true. So you pretty- Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I-, I totally see it. Like I was just looking at it, Kevin. Like from for Daniel's team specifically, like he's got Deshaun Watson. So he, Deshaun Watson. Wow, if I could speak. Um, who's a really? Matthew's team. Did I, who did I say, Daniel? Yeah, Gosh, I meant Matthews. I guess I just don't know what I'm talking about. But Matthews team has Deshaun Watson, who's a solid quarterback. But of course, he's a little up and down. Pretty solid. But then with that running back, it's like you got Saquon Barkley. And then is there anyone else that you guys are like, oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good running back. Like, no. yeah, no, exactly. At all. That's... So, so that's it. So, and then re- receiver, that's where, of course, Matthew, Well, his, he just crushes people.
1: You also have to take into account that he has guys sitting for next year.
2: No, that's true. But we're, I was mostly talking about, like, for this year. Kevin was talking about he's, like, so good in all these metrics. And I, I just wanted to clarify, like, I think his receivers are amazing. Saquon Barkley is a world beater.
0: Deshaun Watson's solid. But, like, I don't know, the rest of the running backs, like, it's, there's no depth. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess for me, it's just like the, the point scoring and the blow up ability. Yeah, I, I don't of, think of, of anyone
1: team. has a group of receivers that can hold a a candle to his.
0: No, I would agree yeah, with that. And, yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to look. It, at yeah, the, yeah, I mean, as a as a fan of of Matthew and someone who said he's like could possibly win a championship, as he keeps losing, it's very sad <laughs> <laughs> to watch. No, that's a yeah. bit. My, my toughest analogy was Bob because I just could not figure out who, like, is sometimes top 10, but a name you know because he's always top 40. And it turned out to be Ian Poulter because I was just scrolling through, like, the rankings in 2016. I'm like, no, no, he's too good. He's not good enough. It was Ian Poulter, and he <laughs> finished, like, 23rd. Yeah. Yeah, I see um, it. Yeah, I tried to get really deep with number nine with Kevin O'Brien and Phil Mickelson. I was like trying to make, a, make an analogy to the fact that he was like the first commissioner yeah, of the league. was like, that went, was well done. Like, yeah, I like, liked it too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, actually, the longest one it took me was my own. I was really trying to find someone who was still golfed who won in the 90s. And it was Vijay Singh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the joke that went over my head, but I still thought yeah, it was funny. Yeah, me clumsy. too.
0: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I didn't expect I didn't expect you guys to know who Vijay Singh was, but I'm hoping like maybe like three people already knew who he was. Yeah, that's fair. Mhm. Yeah, I have a not a proposal for for you guys, but I just want to know what you think. Um, especially as more and more trades are going down as we approach the deadline and the you know the teams kind of separate themselves in our standings. When is that
2: deadline again? What do
0: you? Uh, week thirteen. So you got we have a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not week thirteen. What am I saying? Oh. No, it's. Ew. You're the commissioner. No, I you should know find... this. No, no, no. I have to be. Able... I have to know where to find it. And I have a <laughs> countdown on the on the homepage. Oh. If you guys haven't scrolled to the bottom in like the last six weeks, a <laughs> countdown to the trade deadline. Okay. <laughs> it is in nineteen days, twenty one hours, thirty five minutes, and 3 to 1 second. So, like three weeks. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So we're fine. Yeah, but my, I guess, proposal for you guys is what do you think about being able to trade uh, salary adjustment money so that, like, you know, let's say, for example, someone needs $19 in cap, and I, I have, like, 80 right now, and I just give them that $19 in, in cap in exchange for, like, a, you know, fourth round pick or something like that. Do you think that's would be cool to be able to do like you can do an actual sports leagues.
1: Hmm. I, I like the thought. It sounds like it, I, the answer to that question is yes, it would be cool, but I don't know. If it's I, yeah. I don't know if this is the right question. Well, I, I think it is like on, at least on the platinum app, like that's, that's one of the choices is to um, trade mm-hmm. money. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I like it, even though it's cool. Like I like the creativity and, and the uncomfortability of having to trade players contract.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, this would I mean, this would obviously still involve that, but I think what it what it could do is get basically, I think it would just liquefy is the right economic term. the The market and make players more tradable you know like if like let's just take my shoes for instance I have a lot of cap space and I have some pretty well paid bad players like LaShawn McCoy like he still gets a lot of touches and is useful in the NFL maybe would get started twice by a contender in the next you know between now and the end of the playoffs what if if I could pay most of LaShawn's contract and be like you know someone who needs a running back I don't know Matthew be like hey Matthew Lashawn's contract is $82. I will give you $70 in cap so you can afford, afford him. And Lashawn McCoy, if you give me a third rounder, you know. Yeah. Hmm. That That's my thought behind it. But it again, yeah, kind of, I mean, it, it, it sort of like,
1: I don't know, um, dampens the effect of either really good or really bad contracts, which I like the effect of that because. I like being—I don't know. I, I like to think that I make good contracts, or that I have to suffer the consequences if I don't. You know. Mm-hmm. So I it, could say that. It, what do you think? It Tim? kind of gives an out to people who have bad contracts.
0: I—I I guess. Yeah. I mean, like the amount of cap space in the league obviously remains the same, right? It's just about who's holding on to what.
1: Yeah, that's true. But for Mike, you, like, I have you've a question. got this contract okay. of McCoy, and no one's going to be able to take him on unless they, you know, return with with all this money. Like in years past, mm-hmm. you just wouldn't be able to get anything out of that, and so be it. So I guess, I mean, <laughs> do you think this would benefit one like good teams or bad teams in particular, or would it just sort of
0: I mean, now, now thinking about it, I think it would make more trades happen. And I think come, this, especially this time during the season, I think it would increase the um, the parity in the league. Like we would, like my team would get even worse. And like Kevin would be able to, tra- uh, the other Kevin would be able to trade even even more players away as pretty much all of the cap space that there is is used up.
1: Yeah, so essentially, like it's going to be treated as if, <laughs> kind of like a salary adjustment. Except instead of the money going to the salary adjustment, it's going to the other player. <sighs> See, I mean, this like, is the what I don't be- like: the- is that it 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 seems more basebally and less footbally. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: okay. I agree. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not like proposing a rule change. I just like thought it would be. Interesting. I think like that would be cool to do in fantasy football, but not, not necessarily in this league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. What uh, do I you guys?
2: To- Kev, can I ask, can I ask Mike a quick question? Mike, yeah. I just realized. I don't know how I didn't realize this earlier, but how does it feel as a Bengals fan to know that your two fantasy quarterbacks are Joe Flacco and Ben Uh I-
1: I'm I'm waiting until I get an offer with Baker Mayfield as well.
2: <laughs> I mean that just must be so annoying to pick between those guys. And this week they play each other. Trust
1: me, I this this whole year, and I know people don't really care about my other fantasy leagues, but I've had the worst luck in who fell to me during the draft. Like I have all the people <laughs> that I hate. <laughs>
0: That's, hmm. that, that makes me laugh and feel happy, though. So <laughs> many That's Steelers. Yeah, it's it sucks to employ someone you don't like and k- still kind of hope they do well but only a particular amount at least yeah. you can root for James Conner a little fantasy
1: bit fantasy football has made me such a a terrible fan <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fair yeah. Yeah, it makes you less of a fan of a certain team and more of a fan of the league yeah yeah which i think is the goal right that's
1: fantasy supposed football. to get you interested in the Oakland San Francisco game on Thursday night
2: Go, yeah, no, George boy. Kittle!
0: <laughs> who has career games when I'm playing against Michael? Yeah, always. It, but, <laughs> guys, Nick Nick Mullins. Like, is this is he Matt Flynn? Or is he... <laughs> or is he Jimmy okay, no, no. no or, is, or is he Tony Romo?
2: We're going to talk about it later in my little rant, but anyone, anyone could have played quarterback successfully against that
1: high school team that the Niners played against. Ooh, I'm, I'm excited for this rant. Let's, let's just put it off till then.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, let, me, let me ask you guys a couple of questions about the NFL. Um, Brown's coaching uh, vacancy. Who do you want to see as head coach next year, Mike? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, and not as a Bengals fan. As right, as right. Because, like, I mean, I could be head coach and we would go 0-16.
1: I mean, I think everyone... Not worse
0: than Hugh Jackson.
1: I think everyone still wants to see Josh McDaniels be a head coach. Um, okay. okay. I don't know that he would go to Cleveland, but... Because I don't... I, I think he's kind of picky, as we saw this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. But, I mean, if we're just dreaming, I guess I'd dream Josh McDaniel.
0: Interesting. Tim, what do you think? Or who do you want?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to look at, like, just where I think maybe, like, there's a specific unit on a team that we didn't really see coming, succeeding well. And, I don't know, like, someone like the Redskins defensive coordinator, like, I don't even know who that is. But I'm just saying, like, they're a team that I could see, like, oh, that person did well. You know, or, like, somebody coming up through the Rams coaching tree. Like, they're obviously doing super well, too. Yeah. Like, um, you know.
0: What, what about someone from college, like, um, the Oklahoma coach or Jim Harbaugh, or something like that? Oh, I, I despise Jim Harbaugh with every ounce of my being. He's
2: – I could not – I would not like that at all. Just – I mean, he would be good for ratings. But, like, I don't – no. No Jim Harbaugh for me. And college <laughs> coaches, like – I, I think that that's a fine thing, but the game is pretty different, and it doesn't always work
0: out. I yeah. don't. I do you don't think? Really have, do you yeah. think Jim Arba would be unsuccessful?
2: I honestly think that if any competent coach comes in there, the Browns are going to start to immediately pick up because I think that Hugh Jackson was literally the epitome of an incompetent coach and just, like, did you hear some of his quotes recently? He's coming out and saying, I want to draft Carson Wentz. I wanted to draft Jared Goff. I wanted to draft all these guys. And we would have been winning way more games if I got my way. But I was, you know, I was puppeted by these uh, awful owners. And, I, you know, just all these excuses. And it's
0: just a bunch of crap. Like, the dude sucked and that's that. Do you you think he was given a legitimate chance or – was, oh, 100%. Was he, a t- was, he a, or was he a two-year version of
2: Jim Sula? Jim Sula was the Niners coach, right? Yeah, the
0: one. Yeah. The one that nobody remembers. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, I think that he was definitely given a chance with all the picks that he made and all the players that he had, but, like, there were just so many, like, come on, man, that had to do with Hugh Jackson and, like, decisions the Browns made and, like, even just terrible timeout calls and terrible not-to-go-for-it calls or... Just things like that. And when it comes to his coaching up the players, I just saw that were just like pathetic and deserved, he deserved to be fired like a season before he even started his job. That kind of thing.
0: That, that makes sense. What do you, yeah. what do you uh, tell the cow, Mike? are you on a?
1: No, just, just weird stuff is happening with my phone right now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: literally sound like you were skydiving just now. You guys, <laughs> Surprise, lunch break, skydive. I mean, you
1: guys don't skydive. <laughs> Only on rare occasions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weekends, and think- holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, the Packers trades getting rid of... Uh, Montgomery and Clinton Dix. Well the Clinton Dix one, I'm just
2: like, why? Like I know they thought he was probably gonna leave, but like he's, I don't understand how good players leave for like a fourth round. I know. Like I, I don't I don't get that.
0: It's very different than the NBA. Like you no can find, there are four the the all- NBA. Well, I mean, but like in the NBA, you can be pretty positive that once you get below the tenth draft, that per like that person won't be in the NFL or the NBA after five years. Huh. Yeah, I guess.
2: But I mean, like gold, and then the whole like golden take goes for a third, and then but Mario Cooper went well, for a third. Did first. you
0: like? Did what? you see? Did you see like why the Lions made that deal though? It was it was perfect for them, really. So like they. Would have probably lost Golden Tate in free agency, and they would have gotten a fourth a fourth round uh, compensatory pick for that. So they traded him for a third. And if the Eagles lose him in free agency, they they will get a third round third rounder for it. So like, it was just an all around trade. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But still, it just it just seems like but do you understand what I'm saying about like the Amari Cooper in the first versus Golden Tate in the third? Like, what the heck? Like the Cowboys just totally overpaying. And I'm I I'm agree. like not a I'm not an anti Cooper person either. Like, sure I know he's been inconsistent, but I think a lot of that had to do with the Raiders too. And yeah, I think that he might, there's a chance he's not very good in Dallas. But, I mean, you guys know I just traded for Minicki because I think there's an upside there and I really needed receiver help. And mm-hmm. so we'll see. But there's also a huge
1: difference between Amari and Golden.
2: It's true. There is. There's, there's that
0: upside of if he does become a great player, we yeah. have him for a while and he's young. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: yeah and
0: Golden Tate's contract is expiring like this year. That's true.
2: And then there's Demarius uh,
0: Thomas, who's worth the round worse than Golden Tate, and I think we could all agree that that's true. Yeah, that is um, true. Um, do you guys think Ryan Tannehill is more? I have zero
1: to say about Ryan Tannehill.
0: Tannehill. <laughs> <Ditto>. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Let's uh, let's let's do a quick quick update on the Key Shuffle uh, standings and such. I know not everyone is in that league, but there's four or four or five of us who are. Who are involved in it, um, so I figure we will just go through the standings, see how things are looking. Um, Tim, you are tied for seconds in that league. How much do you like your team? I mean, if you look at the
2: points for, I'm averaging 17 more points per game than the next highest scorer in the entire league. I'm averaging mm-hmm. 170, and the guy who's got a game on me and who beat me um uh he is averaging 153.4 so i guess it's only a 16 point lead per game but like i love my team in that league i've got Gurley, david johnson james connor it, like i've got wilson and newton as my quarterbacks and a two quarterback league and then my receivers aren't awesome but like between landry and hopkins they're keeping me above water and then i've got kelsey like it's a really really solid team
0: yeah it's, so, really, it's really like good it. and it's really annoying
2: well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I, I put some work into it, and, you, you know, you this, this league is actually worth some money, and so, you know, that matters a little, that's, too.
0: That's true, that's true. Yeah, Mike, But then uh, uh, your
2: guys' team is also, your team is interesting, you've got some studs as well.
0: Yeah, so our team, uh, I say our because uh, myself and Michael co-captain the team that I have yet to rename, it's still franchise four, that's three years <laughs> ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Our team in Icky Shuffle is Matthew's team in uh, LFTN. Like, if you look at our roster, you're like, wow, that's a really good team. And we are 3-5 and five and tied for 7th in the league. Yeah. It's very annoying.
2: Leonard Fournette being hurt has been very
0: hard for you guys to swallow. Yes, it has. And I really don't like that you have TJ Yeldon.
1: Ha, ha. I think the ha. harder thing for us to swallow has been Going between Antonio Gates, Ricky Seals Jones, and Nick of the Net as our tight end.
2: <laughs> Wait, you uh, mean the fact that the top scorer only has 37 points in this? That's season? right. <laughs>
0: uh, it's so bad. Like, I don't. Yeah. And, well, I mean, what was honestly the problem? It was going to be Yeah. When I was like, Hunter Henry will lead us to a championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Hey, you have Johnny Smith on your practice squad with six point nine points. That's you a better promote him.
0: That's a <laughs> r- very large percentage of our total tight end points. Yeah. yeah. So right now we are in negotiations to uh, to make our tight ends better. Hopefully, hopefully that will happen. Hey, you guys um, can have a Marcellus Bennett. No. Or is it Martellus Bennett?
2: Martellus Bennett. Yeah,
0: um, that's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, he's honestly, it's a really fun league. The whole two-quarterback thing and the mega-floor position just make it interesting. You know, yeah. like, there's there's only two teams that are out of it, I would say. Like, I know uh, Shane Bauman is only, what, two games back, one game back of, like, the pack. But, it, like, his team's, like, I'm on a different tier. If
2: Le'Veon Bell comes back, I'm screwed and he looks a lot better.
0: <laughs> You're screwed in quotes. Like, you still have two really, really good running backs.
2: No, that's true. And if Fournette stays out, then who knows?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: The other yeah. thing, like, that's a really interesting point you bring up. Like, that's something I would definitely vote for in the future for LFDN is to have two quarterbacks. Because the way that the NFL is just going as a league, there are 16 quarterbacks that are fantasy-friendly that we could definitely start and yet there's, there still wouldn't be a lost advantage, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I, I know that I would vote for it. Like, maybe bring the points that they scored down a bit like we did in nikki you know what I mean? But I think that we could do
0: that. Mike, is that something that you would be open? I would not vote LFDN? for it. I don't, really, yeah, I don't really have an opinion on that right now, but, like, because we already have rosters that are built around one quarterback, it would the adjustment would be very, very difficult. It would be, like, one of those things, like, in 2021, we will instigate Two, a two quarterback league at this scoring, and that's something I would vote for. Yeah, yeah. I, at this point, I wouldn't. I wouldn't support that unless like there was an outcry from the league to outcry.
2: I declare <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> anyway,
0: no more no more office references. Uh, Tim, you said you had a rant. Uh, go ahead.
2: I mean. I don't know how many people like even followed the game last night. I don't think we had any like people who kind of like the Raiders in our league, but I know that we definitely don't have any after last night. That was be one of the most pathetic showings I've ever seen. Like the Niners came in, what were the Niners coming in last night? Was it like 1 and 6? 1 and 6. It was so bad. They were riding like a ridiculous losing streak after Garoppolo went down and the Raiders put up that effort against the third string undrafted losing record losing college record quarterback from Southern Mississippi like I know that Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic coach and he's a good offensive mind and of course he's good with quarterbacks and everything but are you kidding me Like, that was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. And I think it was you, Kevin, that showed me, um, or told me that Oakland is trying to go against the Raiders right now. And holy cow, what is happening with the sound right now?
0: Mike is skydiving again. Is it still happening? Okay. Yeah. Now it's better.
2: (laughs) But anyway, um... Essentially, like Kevin, you were telling me that Oakland is trying to. What are they trying to do to the Raiders
0: right now? The the city of Oakland is trying to stonewall the Raiders out of the city. The Raiders don't have a home for 2019, and Oakland is not going to resign, like sign a one year lease for Oco Stadium, because Which,
1: yeah. So <laughs> I I heard three speculative uh, stadiums on the radio this morning. That they might use. One was UNLV. <laughs> yeah, which apparently that's in Ew. the suburbs. So that would be kind of interesting with razor fans it, it, in the suburbs.
0: It's it's in Henderson, Nevada, and it's going to be demolished after the new stadium's built because UNLV is gonna play in the Raider yeah. Stadium.
1: Um the next one was San Antonio, so randomly moving out to San Antonio for a year.
0: At least they're the same colors as the yeah. Spurs. I'm sure, I'm sure there would be a couple
1: people in San Antonio who would who would root for a, a different football team. Um, and then the third one was San Diego, which would be interesting.
0: I don't know. Huh. I wouldn't hate San Diego, but um, I, I did read an article. On, like I think it was something local from San Diego that said like the Raiders might come here. But they would it said that the Raiders would still practice in Oakland because I'm not gonna like build or have a playoff visi- or a practice facility in San Diego just for a year. So they would be realistically on the road every yeah.
1: week. That's brutal.
0: Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this problem epitomizes the the like the beginning of the John Gruden era. Oh, that was my other
2: point in the rant was that this is what 100 million for 10 years gets you? Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, I get it. They've got how many first-round picks now? Four in the next two years or something? Yeah. But, four in the next oh, two years. Yeah, if you don't hit on pretty much every one of those, or at least three out of those four, oh my gosh, this team is just trash. It's trash! The entire roster, top to bottom, like, I've never been that big of a Derek Carr fan, but I don't think for a second he's going to succeed with this.
1: Team. Yeah, but Tim, did you hear what yeah. Gruden said?
2: Oh, I did hear <laughs> what he, he said. He has players coming up said, every
1: game telling him they want to play for the Raiders. To play
2: for him. Yep. <laughs> oh, my heavens.
0: I think, like, uh, Scott, the, the amount Scott. of BS that goes around that the coaches say is just so awful. Scott Van Pelt's comment on that was to say, "Are they injured players? <laughs> <laughs> are they are they out of the league players? Are they dying yeah. of old
2: age?"
1: Yeah, that's what the guy <laughs> on the radio <laughs> said. Like maybe they're legitimately dying, and the last thing they want to do is play for the Raiders.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, that's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, Mike, if as a as a Cardinals fan, kind of, would you like it if the Raiders played just uh, one year in Phoenix, just because like, it's close-ish to Las Vegas and in the same TV market?
1: I mean, it would not have much of an effect on my life, except that there would be more weird people walking around, because that's what Raider fans are. Um, <laughs> I, I okay. guess the traffic would be kind of annoying if there were two NFL teams um, but mm-hmm. just, I mean, like philosophically, no, I wouldn't have a problem
0: with that. Okay, I mean, yeah, I got, I got you there. I, I, don't know what the scheduling would look like. It would just mean you would have, it'd be some weird, dumb things like, you know, a Thursday, Thursday Oakland home game and uh, a Sunday Cardinals home game. Yeah, just more, more going on in Glendale. Yeah. Um, Tim, is that is that it for your rant?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was mostly just, like, I can't believe how horrible. Like, I feel like the Raiders are the new Browns, right? As soon as Hugh Jackson got fired, I'm like, oh, the Browns aren't the Browns anymore. And now John Gruden's the new Hugh Jackson, and it's just
0: awful, you know? I feel it. I feel it. Mike, you got anything else?
1: Uh, I think you said it all.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll leave, I'll leave you two and the rest of the league with uh, two, one question and one fact. Why is the word palindrome not a palindrome?
1: Ooh, good question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they should have come up the, with something better. Yeah, they should have. And the really good fact is, just like last <laughs> last week, an animal fact: a group of porcupines is called. Any guesses? Is is uh, Is it a quill? No, like A spike. I like where you guys are headed, but uh, a group of porcupines is called a prickly ah. Ah. Prickly God. porcupine. So close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll have another fun fact for you guys next week. Have a good rest of your day. Too. You
2: as well. See you, guys. You as well. Have a good